At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare it's freddie prince jr and jeff died back in the ring wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season hey jeff are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back on Visa's primetime action here on a Thursday night NBA Finals game number two. Uh, supposed to start at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. I am going to set the over-under at 16 minutes and 45 seconds after the top of the hour. That's, that has been the, the going time, and I, would, I wouldn't even take a side on that. You can't make a yeah. bet there. No. Too good of a line. It is. Too good of a line. That's a sharp line. Thank you very much. Kelly Bidlin uh, with a baseball update before we talk some UFC. We got more games going on now that I know even know what to do with, Gil. Like, <laughs> we're overwhelmed. Uh, all right, Royals up on the Indians, 3-1, to one, bottom of the fifth. Uh, live numbers on that game, Royals minus 170, Indians plus 140. 9.5 is your live total shaded to the under. The Phillies with a one nothing lead over the Cubs. We're on the bottom of the second now in that game. Phillies minus 280 live, Cubs plus 225 and 7.5 the total. Brewers with a 2-0 lead over the Reds early. That game is in the top of the second inning. Brewers minus 230 live, Reds plus 185 and 10.5 the total. Tigers with a 2-0 lead over the Twins, bottom of the fourth. Tigers a minus 250 live favorite. Twins plus 200 and 7.5 the total. 
All right. That's your baseball update. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here to talk UFC 264 with us, but he's also uh, a gentleman who lives in Phoenix, Arizona, so I want to get his thoughts on NBA Finals Game 2 as well. But he's here at the South Point in studio with us. He contributes, of course, to Point Spread Weekly and is all over the Vegas Stats and Information Network talking mixed martial arts. It's Lou Finacaro. How you doing, Lou? I'm doing great, Gil. Happy to be with you, Matt, and Danielle tonight. The, Kelly, too. The nicest man in sports betting, Lou Finacaro. Let me just say that right now. Oh, yeah. There. Thank you. Um, Lou, you, you are a guy who lives in Phoenix, and you were saying, do my sons have a chance? How, how big would this be for the city of Phoenix? It, it would be huge. And not only that, a, a year ago, if you'd have asked us which of our sports teams might have had a chance to make some form of championship appearance, I don't know that Suns would have come to the top of people's lips, but it's it's been great. The acquisition of Chris Paul really seems to have contributed to what they did in the bubble last year. And that's a, the extent of my basketball knowledge outside of I, I would really like to see for our city this Suns be able to get this done. I'm scro- I also would like to see it. Uh, yeah, yeah, Matt yes. has bets on it, 33-1. to 1. I'm scrolling Beautiful. through Phoenix sports teams. Who would have been the, the favorite if not the Suns? I, I would have told you that the uh, Yotes were going to have a chance the this Yotes. year. And, and uh, boy, I missed that one pretty good. So, I mean, we, it's really been, uh, you know, a, an embarrassment of no riches in Phoenix. So, it's, we're happy to have uh, someone representing. All right. By the way, you're you're a guy who bets UFC and you're a guy who bets playoff hockey. How did the playoffs treat you this year? Playoffs went really well. Uh, the final series, we tapped into Tampa Bay uh, about halfway through the playoffs and, and used them with futures and kind of got the benefit of a windfall when Vegas didn't get past Montreal. So that was fortunate. Uh, the last series, we, we rode unders, uh, got beat once and, and picked up three of them. Out of the four that we made, it was a very good hockey playoff season, uh, very good College World Series, but now it's all finite focus into UFC 264. All right. UFC 264, Saturday night here at uh, T-Mobile. Are you going, Lou? Are you in? I, I am going. I've uh, I've been able to acquire a press pass that for 63 in Phoenix as well, 64. I was in Wednesday and took uh, part in all the fighter interviews. And as well, tomorrow, I will be at the uh, event for all the fighter weigh-ins. Uh, that kind of access was access that I could only dream of some time ago, but now to actually realize it, it is quantifiable in what it provides. Is you you don't bet these before you go to the weigh-ins, don't you? you it would old. take it would take a, a compelling reason for me to weigh-ins are really really critical, uh, and so I always try and wait till after they've taken place. It's your first time like going to these and, and, and interviewing. This is the new thing for you. Uh, the two sixty three was actually for we Veasan getting press full press access. Hmm. That was a big difference. Uh, I've been having to watch these weigh-ins on the feeds that the MMA junkie and various outfits prepare for you, but that's through the angle of a camera lens, and I don't get the periphery of who's having trouble in the back room, who's shaky getting onto the scale, etc. Visa has press passes, man. There you go. It's interesting a little development right there. That's interesting news. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's Gil Alexander, it's Matt Brown, Danielle Vari, Kelly Bidlin. This is Lou Finnecaro to talk 
uh, UFC 264 with us, kind enough to join us in studio. I guess we should start with the uh, with the prelims. Yeah, I mean, let's start with um, let's start with the early prelims. So these are the ones that you're gonna catch on the on the streaming service, either Fight Pass or ESPN Plus. So before they make their way over to to big ESPN, Lou, when we take a look here, maybe not some names that. Most people are familiar with. Maybe if you've been following MMA long enough, you know Brad Tavares. Uh, you might have heard of that name. Maybe Jessica I, but not a lot of familiar names here on the early prelims. No, no, there isn't really. Tavares, uh, however, uh, is is probably a guy as well as Akhmedov, his opponent, who believe that they maybe should be placed a little higher in this uh, chronology. Uh, that being said, it sets up to be a really excellent fight. Two wrestler strikers, about the same size, weight, everything else. I think Akhmedov uh, has got a little bit of momentum going into this fight, and for that reason, I, I consider him uh, a, a worthy underdog. Where yeah. else do you like value there on the preliminary card? Uh, I would say on those first set of four fights, that would be my target. I would say this. Zuma Gulov against Jer Jerome Rivera. Rivera's uh, plus 290 or plus 300. The Zuma Gulov is undersized, hasn't been overly impressive, and I can't believe he's a plus 300 favorite over anyone. Uh, Rivera is going to be physically the much longer, taller, st structured man. However, he, he's really had uneven and terrible performances. If I wanted to go for a bomb, I might take a little bit of lunch money on Rivera. Hmm. On that uh, main prelims, of course, they'll switch over to ESPN. This is free for everybody to watch here. Before we get to the, the featured prelim that I think it, at least people will be pretty interested in with Carlos Condit getting back in the cage. Any of those first three fights on the main prelim card that uh, caught your eye at all? Pereira and Price. That's, that's going to be a fight that's going to be like taking a blowtorch and throwing it into a mm -hmm warehouse full of fireworks. Uh, Nico Price is is a big, tall, long, uh, wild, crazy, aggressive striker who does a, a lot of work from the ground. Michelle Pereira is going to be even larger than Price, and that's going to be unusual for Price to have to deal with because he's the taller, longer man. Usually, in this case, he's not going to be taller. He's going to be much, he's going to be slighter. Pereira's athletic, huge for the division, and, and as well a wild man of the pompous. He uh, needs to be corralled and sometimes gets wild. But in his last fight against Chaos Williams, he showed discipline in a three round decision. And for that reason, I think he's finally got the message and I look for him as a worthy favorite against Nico Price in that fight. Yeah, I like that one also to not go the distance. I do not see that one going the distance. If you look at Nico Price up and down, I mean, his 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 fights, whether he's winning or losing, they do not, they just don't go that he's either getting knocked out or he's knocking somebody else out. Uh, don't like that one to go the distance. Is that sure. your favorite one on the, among the prelims? Not, uh, I mean, I've got a little soft spot for Carlos Condit for as being a an, an old school guy. So you know, I'm, I'm kind of kind of digging into that. As far as bets go, I like the no, like won't go the distance on on, on that fight. Though. On Nico Price yeah. and Michael and uh, Pereira. What about Condit and Griffin? Before we go to the pay per view, that'll be the last one that's available for everybody. Condit plus one fifty. Griffin minus one ninety per DraftKings. Condit's in there because uh, he is lives up well to his nickname. 
the natural born killer. I mean, he's there because they want fireworks. The issue with Condit, I believe, is that the attrition that he's taken over the course of his career, and you're, he's fighting a kid with two straight wins, a lot of power, young, uh, not necessarily younger, but more explosive, a thicker man, uh, and a guy that's been looking forward to this fight. I, I lean towards Max Payne Griffin here in a fight that should be as exciting as Pereira and Price. Oppo. What's up? You like Condit? No, 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 oh, no. I'm saying like just I, the the fight in general, oh. like just because you know see. he's a he's an old school guy. You know he's been around forever. He's an originator, no yeah, doubt. Been around forever. Uh, as we head to the main card here, listen, uh, late late fill in here against Sean O'Malley. O'Malley just a massive, massive favorite, minus eight thirty five, right here. Not not very many people going to be able to lay that type of money. So I mean, I, I think we're going to be looking at alternative ways to kind of play this one, Lou. I mean. I don't hate kind of like a first-round finish type bet here, first-round knockout type thing for O'Malley for someone who wants to get involved or maybe rolling him into some sort of parlay that you, if you feel confident or whatever. But again, I think most you know most betters that we're talking to aren't laying the the eight thirty-five. And honestly, I wouldn't recommend you lay the eight thirty-five. It's still guys in there with four-ounce gloves on their hands. Yeah, normally I would be auto, an automatic milk money on the dog kind of fight here. Uh, in this case, I'm not. Um, O'Malley trains in Phoenix, uh, and I, I, I see and watch what's going on there. And, and I will say this about Sean O'Malley. He's bright, articulate, and they hear the whispers. They know what the market's saying about him. They train at a gym that has four or five world-class 135-pound fighters there, and they're all wrestling-based. So uh, the the market wants to underestimate uh, O'Malley's ability to work on the ground. Uh, I think that's perfect, and what it does is it sets up opportunity for us with O'Malley when he does fight a wrestler, and I'm, I'm convinced that after this fight, he's going to call out a wrestler. Under cashes, easily. 11 minutes, 17 seconds in. Oh. We have the uh, tip in Phoenix. In the Valley, Lou, I don't know if you call it that, the Valley. Down there in Phoenix. The Valley of Heat. In fact, it feels yeah. a lot like Phoenix in Las Vegas the last few it days. It sure does. If you want to go somewhere hotter than here, just go to Phoenix. No it's, doubt. It's amazing sometimes. Will a crescendo to the uh, co-main in the main, but uh, anything on Aldana and Kunitskaya, which is about as close to a pick as we're getting on this card. Aldana, slight favorite. And then Tuivasa against former Dallas Cowboy Greg Hardy with uh, Hardy, a plus 110 dog there. Uh, women's fights uh, often go to the distance, and so whichever of those ladies you want to try and uh, side with, I would take them uh, via decision. Aldana, plus 150 via decision. Uh, she's Mexican fighter, tall, long, great boxer, advantage on the feet, and as long as she stays in the middle of the cage, doesn't get pressed against the fence, I think she's going to have advantage over Kuniskaya, and the, the residual to Aldana is the strain of pride that the Latino, most especially Mexican fighters, are feeling since Moreno won that championship. I look for Aldana to look pretty good. All right. And anything on the Hardy Tuivasa fight? Uh, uh, no, but uh, Tuivasa is there as Condit is there, as Pereira is there to put on a show. He's not going to wrestle. He's going to stand in the middle with Greg Hardy. And why in the world would anyone choose to fight Greg Hardy at his strength? Yeah. Provided Hardy, knowing Hardy is underdeveloped, Hardy knows that. He's got a chip on his shoulder. I wouldn't want to be in there with him this I week. I kind of like a, a small play on Hardy there as a dog. Um, I, I'm with you. I think that, that Tui Voss is going to stand in the middle and throw with him, and I think that's going to be that's, – that's the one way Hardy wins, and so I think that's a, a bad – 
bad situation for that one. Again, getting Hardy at plus 110, I actually think a little bit of value there. Hmm. Did you like any of the ones we just mentioned? Uh, I'm no, I'm pretty much on, you know, I'm on O'Malley. I'm on O'Malley first round KO. Um, again, I just think that's a, I think this is just sets up perfectly for him to go in make quick work of it. And like, like Lou said, kind of come in and, and then say like, okay, put me in here against, uh, against Give me the killer. Yeah. And I'm ready to, to go get this done. Um, and, and no, no, I don't have anything on the women's fight. Like I said, Greg Hardy, I think at 110 is a pretty good, okay. pretty good value. All right. Co-main Lou Burns, Gilbert Burns. Stephen Thompson, Thompson at minus one fifty-seven favorite. A really great fight here. Uh, I wrote this one up for Point Spread Weekly. It's my best bet, and it's Stevie Ray Thompson, Stevie Wonderboy Thompson. His dad's name's Ray. Uh, Thompson is the taller, longer fighter, more experienced, more polished, the natural welterweight. Gil Burns used to fight at 55, had a hard time making weight. He fights at 70. He's undersized. He's underreached considerably. He's got short arms, and he's recently found his hand, so he has power in his hands. The issue is penetrating the force field that is Stevie uh, Wonderboy Thompson is not easy to do. We're also at T-Mobile. That means a 30-foot cage. Wonder Boy is going to be so benefited by all that extra room. It, it's my opinion that Gil Burns, even though he's ranked higher than Stephen Thompson, is absolutely made stylistically for Stephen Thompson. Stephen Thompson, long, tall, athletic karate fighter. Gil Burns, short, stocky, powerful Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Just a style that's just, I can't wait to watch. Yeah, that's the the big point you made right there is is them being in the arena with a big cage because what you what you're gonna I think you're gonna see it anyway from Burns, but I think it's gonna be ineffective. I think he's gonna come out and just try to blitz this thing from the get go. And smaller cage works in your benefit when it comes to something like that. With this bigger cage, Thompson kind of kind of move around, get it, get let him kind of wear himself out a little bit, and then I think from there, I think Thompson does pick him apart as well. I kind of like I like him as the as the pretty big favorite in that one. I give you your honors on the uh, on the main event, sir. Yeah, so uh, Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor. I mean, this is one of those where we're seeing Poirier right now, 134 plus 105. We just talked to Johnny Avello from DraftKings Sportsbook a little bit earlier in the show, and you know he thinks that this is going to go the way that a lot of Conor McGregor fights go, that the late money is going to come in on Conor McGregor for him being super popular and all that, and he thinks this could get closer to a pick em. So, again, if you believe Johnny, I've seen this just in practice over McGregor fights over the years. So, if you know, if you want to kind of go with what we've, what we've historically seen, hold out. If you like Poirier, go ahead and bet McGregor. If you like McGregor now, it's probably the best price that you're going to get. Uh, Lou, we know trilogy here. Dustin Poirier, a much, a much more green fighter the first time that they fought. And um, Conor McGregor certainly was on the come up then. Uh, Dustin Poirier, a much more polished fighter this January whenever they fought and showed that in the cage. What do you think here as we see in, in fight number three? Uh, I think there's clear paths of, of victory to each fighter here. Uh, mm. Connor, uh, focus, and explosion, precision, and early. Those are the buzzwords with Connor. And, and he's he's pulling every rabbit out of his hat he can in the uh, interviews that are just transpiring now. He's going back to fight one to try and get in Dustin's head. And it to me, rather than affecting Dustin, I think it's a tell on his part. I think he's very nervous. Dustin's not buying into the game. When these guys step into the cage, yeah, they'll weigh 155 
five pounds tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. or so. But Poye will weigh a buck 83. Connor will weigh 165 or six. And that size on a durable guy that's been active like Poye makes me lean to him. Now, that all being said, I'm not jumping Poye until I get to plus 100 or better. In February, that fight opened 175. Connor was a 175 favorite. It closed Connor minus 305. So if we get some semblance of that kind of movement here, it is wise. I totally agree with you, Matt. Wait on Poye. If you're a Connor fan, you might want to take him now while you got plus money. I think more importantly, where I'm going with this one is the over one and a half, and I really would prefer to wait and find a prop. Uh, I'm looking and I see fight starts round three plus uh, 125 and over two and a half, maybe a little bit better than that. That's where I want to go because I do believe that we're selling Connor short in thinking that he only has a round and a half in him. I think his improvement manifests itself into a more competitive fight, and it's going to take Poirier into three or four to finish him is kind of how I'm feeling right now. Yeah, I mean, you take a look back, and I mean, just, it, it, you know, haven't seen a ton of Conor McGregor, right? I mean, like, we're talking about a guy that hasn't won a fight at 155 since 2016. You know, he hasn't won a fight at this weight class since 2016, and that was against Eddie Alvarez, and Eddie Alvarez was a guy that came in super hyped, but ended up not really living up to the hype after he got into the UFC. And uh, the one win that he has on his record since then was kind of this hand-fed fight against against Cowboy Cerrone, which everybody knew what exactly was going to go on there. Cowboy's going to stand in the middle and probably get knocked out. And so, uh, you know, for me, I think there's an argument to be made that Dustin, at this point in their careers, that Dustin is equal to if may, maybe a little less as far as is as skill on the feet but certainly much much better on the ground and certainly much much better grappler as well and so i think everything points for me to Poirier, what we've seen with gas tanks with Conor McGregor lately as well um, in these last few fights that we've seen. I think that leans towards Dustin Poirier as well. I think that the the way that Dustin chopped him up with those leg kicks in, that, in, in this last fight is going to be in the back of, of, of Conor's head, and that might kind of affect the way that he goes about trying to take this fight and whatever. I mean, I I, I do. I like Poirier a lot. I'm, I'm going to be looking to play him. There's also a prop that you can – that you can get out there just Poirier by 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 finish, not necessarily by TKO or KO or whatever, where you get the submission as well. You can just get him as finish because you know you know we see this a lot of times. Like a guy like Poirier can stun you on the feet, get you down. He's also really good at jujitsu, and then he just gets a quick submission. So it's not like he necessarily has to finish the fight um, via knockout or whatever. So I'm just going to take I'm just going to take him via finish in this thing. But I, I I'm to the point now where I kind of believe that. There's not a lot of skill gap differing between these guys on the feet. And then a massive advantage for Poirier, I think, from a cardio standpoint, from a grappling standpoint, from a jiu-jitsu standpoint. Like, I, I just think that this is a, a pretty big advantage here for, for Dustin. Lou, let me ask you this in closing. Uh, because we all live through Mayweather-McGregor, and we all are aware of, the, of how the McGregor money comes in late, typically. What, though, and I don't, don't mean to be basic about this, but what's the time of day tomorrow where you're like, uh-oh, this isn't actually happening? Is there, like, a time? Yeah, tomorrow? it'll be 2 o'clock Saturday. Saturday, rather. That'll I mean. be 2 yeah. p.m. Saturday, uh, and I'll be down at the arena, but I'll be watching everything. I'll have my finger on the pulse of that. But I think by, two, uh, by Saturday noon, you'll have already seen movement. You will. Okay. You agree with that, Matt? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'll, the people get into town. People, like – 
casual bettors don't bet early, you know, like they especially not fights like this. You know, they're they're going to bet whenever they're ready to head to the bar or whenever they're ready to head to the arena or whatever they're when they're ready to do that. So I, I'm with Lou. Like it'll be it'll be Saturday, and that's what I'll be looking to get in as well. Lou, pleasure to have you. Are you staying here at the South? I am. I am, and I'm uh, pleased to be here. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We love having you, man. Anytime you're in town, you are welcome. Uh, and uh, good luck with all all the activities prior to. The actual card on Saturday. Thank you. It's a great week. I love grinding through uh, all the advantages that I am presented by Access, and let's hope we can convert it into the bottom line. Let us hope we can do that. Lou Finicaro, everybody, a Point Spread Weekly contributor on UFC here at VEASAN. We'll come back. We'll update baseball. Nats are on the board against you, Darvish. They've actually put up a crooked number, and we'll update basketball with Milwaukee up 16-12 to 12 right now, halfway through the first quarter. It's VEASAN's primetime action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare attention all wrestling aficionados wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Make sure you check out OddsTrader.com and download the free OddsTrader app right now so you can start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. Gil. Yep. Daniel, a little, uh, little scary when you do the quick bounce pass. 2320. <laughs> uh, you like it's kind of like we get, <laughs> yeah. those, we get those things. We're like, man, uh, so fast read. 2320 bucks, 249 left in the first quarter. And if you had P.J. Tucker as the game-high scorer, <laughs> you are correct. Already over his uh, his points props seven points for PJ Tucker leading the way for the uh, Bucks up twenty three to twenty uh, and it is uh, at least in the early going trending over but we shall see obviously way early onto to Kempo onto Kumpo pardon me six points on three for four shooting and uh, three boards one steal one uh, one block. Kelly, you were saying he looks sprier. Yeah, to he's you. Uh, he's looking pretty good, actually. Uh, this is uh, should be this might this series might get real interesting real quick if he's lo- he's looking like almost normal Giannis, and that's what he's looked like so far. How about how about this gentleman? We went uh, we went this long before getting our first uh, foul called. First foul was just oh, called wow. in the game. Yeah, hmm. Devin Booker. I'm noticing one for six from the floor. So if you combine his two, uh, you know, his game one performance from the field and this one for six start, Devin Booker here uh, through the early going of the first quarter here is a combined nine for 27. Quick math, ladies and gentlemen, that's 33%. No bueno, no bueno. Yeah. Yeah, I got him struggling and uh, Aiden just got his first rebound. He has zero points. Oh, that's a fun start there as well. <laughs> we'll, tur- tur- we'll turn turn things around, guys. Yeah, there's plenty, plenty of time. Plenty of time. Um, a little aside here, we were talking the UFC and, mm-hmm. and the big events going to be happening at the arena here. I, I highly, highly recommend whenever every whenever you feel comfortable traveling again and uh, feel that the world is 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 safe to your liking. Uh, if, when you make it out here, out here to Vegas, I would l- highly recommend coming to one of the big fight cards and going in person, just one time in your life and experiencing it and all the pageantry and all the craziness and all the the stuff that goes on and all that. It is it is a Really cool experience, and I would certainly, certainly just one time in your life take that in. I have not been. I have never been. I'd like to go. Yeah, the lesson I've learned is uh, pay for good seats when yes. you're going to do it because uh, I have been to— There's a difference. It depends on what you think. Like, like floor seats don't necessarily eat mean good seats. So, right. like, when you say pay for good seats, like, there's a difference because you can get to a point to where you're too close and you're in no man's land and you can't see anything and you just watch the event on the screen oh, like yeah. this the whole time. Yeah, Because yeah. I, you can't really see what's going on. I went, to, I went to the last Triple G Canelo fight and I was comp tickets. They were, like, really expensive tickets. I'm like, yeah, I'm rolling in, <laughs> right? I was like, I, was, I ended up watching it on the screen, too. Yeah. You know? Like, if you're not in, like, the first – three rows on the floor, you're better to just be in the like first block in the, in the actual stands where you have a little bit of elevation and you can see in the cage. Because once you get to like that seventh or eighth row on the floor, you can't see in the cage and what's really going on anyway. And then you just end up looking. And, like, what is watching. optimal for you? What, what Optimal for, I prefer to not be on the floor. 
I mean, I used to be at every event right cage side, right? Lower bowl. Up lower bowl. I would prefer to be like, yes, lower bowl, like in that first level of of risers, kind of like where you can see in in the cage. Yeah, my point was don't don't be in the high high bowl. Don't be up top there because then you're just like, what's going on? They're like ants at that point. I can't can't see. There's a cage in the way. (laughs) Are you also the guy who when you go to a concert, you don't prefer the floor? You like just being elevated a little bit? Oh. No, because it's different. It's different yeah. because, like, all you have to see is just the person standing on stage, like, doing their thing. Like, like when you're trying to follow what's going on, like, they can get to a point where, if depending on where you are on the floor, like, right. there's two poles between Completely you and blocked. what's going on. Yeah, and you can't see anything yeah. at all, like, what's going on. Like, you can't see. Obstructed uh, yeah. views. So, at well, least Matt- when, you're, when you're in that first first bleacher area, you can, like, and you can kind of, like, see down in. There's no place they can go where you can't see the action. When it comes to concert, Matt, Matt's a bit, he, he likes Slayer a lot, so he needs to be out there headbanging on the floor. You know what I mean? So it depends what, you know, it depends what concert. I'm typically at. backstage, you know, so. Uh, right, yeah, at, yeah sorry, at, yeah, at sorry. concerts, you know. Yeah, so. that, that's the, you know, I, as you're talking about going to one of those, because I think it's a great call that mm-hmm. people should try to do that. But I, I sort of, I get misty because we weren't old enough, none of us were old enough to, like, really be in Vegas when it was great boxing back in the day and like watching those old fights and you don't have to go back to Ali, but just like the welterweights of the eighties with Sugar Ray and Hagler and Hearns. And I just always, when you watch those fights as a kid and you saw everybody in the third, fourth row and you always thought to yourself, man, one day bucket list, I'd love or a Tyson fight. Mm -hmm. Um, But them days, there's no such thing as like a big fight anymore. Although this uh, Spence Pacquiao fight, I guess is some, by the way, is that fight here? Spence Pacquiao? I don't know. We'll check on that. Yeah, I'll have to check. Yeah. We don't even know. Yeah, I think we it's don't in know. Florida. Is it in Florida? I think so. I like Spence, but I'll check. Just want to say that. 2320 bucks. Two minutes left in the first quarter. Uh, Devin Booker stops, drives. No good again. Eight and rebound. Eight and rebound. There you go. There's one for you. We'll come back. It's Vicent's prime time action right here from the South Point Hotel. betting headquarters for UFC 264. We're bringing you in-depth analysis of the McGregor Poirier main event plus key bouts on the undercard from all our full team of experts including Lou Finnecaro, Reed Kuhn, and Jordan Sherwood. Sign up for the free Visa newsletter to receive our digital guide and tune in Saturday at noon Eastern for First Strike, our live preview show with updates from all of our fight experts. Get everything you need for betting on UFC 264 and sign up now for the free UFC 264 betting guide at vcin.com slash free. Gil. First Strike, not hosted by Dave Farrow or Matt Brown. So point that out. We are uh, we are we are having a nice little first quarter here, guys. Like this There's is a lot uh, of excitement in the sports book. Oh, they're loving every minute. The loudest it. shout, Danielle, was when Giannis almost airballed that uh, <laughs> that free throw, just grazed the bottom of the net. But yeah, it seems like a seems like a pro Phoenix crowd out. Yeah, there. I think there's a few tables of uh, a la- a large. Uh, Lou brought everybody from Phoenix. He, lo- he brought everybody. They're all out there cheering. Yeah. Carpool. Twenty nine twenty six. Lou uh, a very end, large car. And brought <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> with, with him. Twenty nine twenty six at the end of the first quarter. Uh, Bucks the over right on the number. The uh, total, I should say, right on the number through through one quarter. Anyway, you were saying. I'm sorry. No, no. I now I just was looking at the golf tournament here and. Kelly walked up to me before we 
before we started the show today, and I said, hey, you saw who's leading, right? First-round leader bet, Seabass, every single time. I mean, you you, you just got to make a first-round leader bet on Seabass every single time. Now, he's going to definitely shoot 74 tomorrow, but Seabass <laughs> like, first-round leader is just, is just the bet to make. Sebastian Munoz and Chesson Hadley, uh, co-leaders at 8-under. They both shot 8-under 63s today at the John Deere Classic. Uh, One-stroke lead over a trio of golfers, Ches Revy, Camilo Villegas, and Hank Leviota, who are seven under after shooting 64. How did our one-and-dones do? Uh, I, my guy might not make the cut. My Maverick McNeely <laughs> well, We're all like right the there. I think, I, I think mine's worse, actually. <laughs> I'm Aaron Wise. I, he's, I'm, uh, I'm one under, I think. You dodged one bullet because you wanted Siwoo. Yes, I did. Who withdrew. Yeah. Uh, Siwoo decided to go out and uh, do the old... I'll withdraw after I get seven over after five holes. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm running good right now. <laughs> yeah, Gil, you're one under. Matt's even, and I'm one over. So, so far, you're uh, you're looking the oh, best. Well, triple zeros would be interesting. We had, <laughs> yeah, had we a had triple zero. We had that once, right? We did? Yeah. Uh, I would also be okay with that on this tournament. <laughs> um, one thing that is interesting, actually, and this isn't this, the tournament that we played, though, this, this first round over at the Scottish Open, of course, we know that we're leading into the Open Championship, as Gil mentioned, formerly yes. the British Open. Formerly. Why did we get rid of that? I don't know. I don't know. They just wanted to be called the Open Championship. But, uh, yeah, if you see this on the screen here and if you're listening along, big names at the top, which is really interesting as we head into uh, the Open Championship. Lee Westwood, Justin Thomas, Tommy Fleetwood, Matt Fitzpatrick, John Rahm, Ian Poulter, Xander Shoffley, Shoffley, all find themselves up at the top of this leaderboard and as we head into round two and that is very interesting as again as we head into a major to see all of these guys up there playing well overseas right now in a in a course that's going to be at least somewhat similar to what they'll be looking at um Patrick, whenever they play the Patrick major. Harrington also within three strokes of the lead names of your names from back in the day yeah how stacked is that leaderboard Matt Jack senior leads the way he's 50 to one live <laughs> like, that's how stacked that leaderboard is. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, yeah, fifty-one. I mean, you look and the guys that even just you know finished under par and are and are likely to make the cut. I mean, we see Morikawa come in at one under, so he's he's sitting there. Brandon Grace was a guy I know that we we had talked about. He comes in. Zalatoris two under, so he kind of rebounds. Roy Roy. Uh, uh, where would Roy McIlroy end up in this thing? I uh, keep scrolling. He's one under. He and Morikawa both one under. Okay. Yeah, so I mean it's a it's it's one of those things where for me, Kelly, I'm looking at this and I'm not going to pull too much from this, but I do like to see Justin Thomas go out and shoot 6 under. Uh, I'll put it that way. I do oh. like to see him go out and shoot 6 under. By the way, he's 25 to 1 right now if you want to bet him for the, for the Open Championship. Yeah, there are certain guys who kind of need to put it together a bit, mm-hmm. and I think J- JT's one of those guys. So yeah, if you would you know, I think anybody like that that you might be thinking about for the Open Championship to see them do well here, I think, is big. And, and I think that's, you know, we talked a bit about this yesterday, but the difference between guys that are trying to shore up parts of their game and you maybe not want to bet on to win this tournament, mm-hmm. but then guys like Justin Thomas, is Dustin Johnson in the field? I guess I don't even know. But these guys that have not been great recently that could really get need to put together mm-hmm. a few solid rounds before they go into the Open Championship would be nice to see. That's I do like sure. that you pointed that out. This this thing is so 
stacked with dudes like that are lurking that the guy that's leading is 50, 50 to, to 1. one. Yeah. <laughs> he is the lead. He's They're like he is not going to win. He's he, that guy's going to bed going I'm being lurked by Also, also when <laughs> I saw lurked by all these players. <laughs> when I saw it earlier I'm like if your name's Jack Senior, you've got to have a kid and name him Jack Senior Junior, right? Cuz that's just funny to me. I don't know. No, you just name him Junior. Just, so just junior, 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 senior. No. Yeah, exactly. Again, if you over, missed it earlier, over, over, over. Yeah, uh, you missed it earlier. Campaign, campaign. Not campaign, campaign. They don't, they they don't, don't get that reference. No, they don't. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this about uh, Open Championship. Do you have bets that you have made to this point? I only have, um, I only have a Ricky Fowler in my account actually right now. He's Ricky the only, Fowler. the only guy that I have. In my account, I wanted to get out in front. I thought he might. I, th- I thought he might show well for the like month leading in, and I wanted to get out in front of. He had a super big number. I think I have him at like eighty or something like that, like eighty to one. And I wanted to like lock that up before it it sunk down into the you know forties or fifties or something like that. If he showed well, probably not that much better right now to get him actually. But uh, that's the only one that I have in the account. To be to be perfectly honest, there were some guys that I. I might, by the end of tonight, have a Justin Thomas ticket because if he has two good rounds, I don't know if that 25 to 1 is going to be around much longer. Yeah. So I might want to go and just stick that in there. Uh, That's a great point. And that might be what I might be looking hard at, too. I I think, Gil, there was a lot that I wanted to see this weekend is, you know, from this tournament, really kind of watch and see with some guys. I, I got no, I have nobody in my accounts yet. Um, so it, it's really, it's really just going to be week of betting for me. Well, just like that. So, I mean, so, I mean it, it, so Justin Thomas, 22 to one now. So the, I look, cause I looked at when I saw the scores this morning, he was 25 to one um, at DraftKings. He's now 22 to one. So people liked what they saw <laughs> today went in and bet him. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't find a better number elsewhere, but it definitely has moved at DraftKings since this morning. Biggest betting regret of the night, non-bet, not betting the Nationals. Uh, three to nothing Nationals here in the second inning. First inning, Trey Turner solo shot to open things up against you, Darvish in San Diego. And then uh, Jan Gomes with a two-out, two-RBI shot to put the Nats up three to nothing uh, there in San Diego. Nats were at plus 135 pre-flop price in that one. We'll come back. We'll talk Wimbledon and we'll update uh, everything going on in this basketball game. NBA Finals game number two. Milwaukee up four. 32-28. 9.39 left in the second quarter. Uh, there's Drew Holiday with a pickpocket. Can't get hurt. We'll come back. We'll do all that right here on VEASAN's prime time action from the South Point Hotel Casino right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sportsbook is bringing you plenty of ways to get in on the action during UFC 264. For this fight only, new DraftKings customers can bet $1 to win $264 on either main event fighter to win by first round KO. Just use promo code VSIN when you sign up today. DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet with the only top-rated sportsbook app that matters. Gil. Danielle, Matt, you have a uh, you have a medical event there, or what happened in the game that you were? No, I just don't want them to give pick and rolls to Brooke Lopez. Oh. I need I need I don't need this guy scoring points. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need this guy. I'm with smart. him. <laughs> what did you end up betting, Danielle? I have the under for the total, so under 221 and a half, and I have first half bucks plus two and a half. Oh, you and I are straight oppo on the total. Yeah. It's because you went oppo on me on that match It's because no morning. one knows what to do with this total, <laughs> Gil. Uh, how'd your other bets go? Uh, well, we saw that Phillies Cubs first inning did not come home, but I have their over seven and a half, and I think we're at three runs scored so far. So, uh not not looking super promising, but not dead yet. Uh, Devin Booker just uh, flew to the hole, and uh, it got blocked. But a follow-up. who I missed the license plate on the follow-up. 
39-35 Phoenix. I believe this is their biggest lead. So Drew Holiday blocks Devin Booker's. What a oh, good block. What a great what a block. block. But it bounced off the backboard. Aiden, and there's Deon- Aiden. DeAndre Ayton just cherry picking. Bang. Slams MVP. it home. So uh, Phoenix up four. Biggest lead of the young game for the uh, Suns. 39-35 as they go to break here in the second quarter. Uh, Wimbledon. Tomorrow it's the men's. And when I say tomorrow, I mean overnight stateside. Yeah. Uh, a little Might early. as well, well be, you know. Well, it's not yeah. overnight. It's yeah. like really super early Pacific time zone. But the East Coast, you know, it's, it's breakfast at Wimbledon, if you will. Wimbledon. Uh, tomorrow, 8.30 a.m. Pacific. Excuse me, 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Pardon me. Uh, Matteo Berrettini, minus 240 versus Uber Urkats. And uh, Berrettini, again, one of my two futures along with Djokovic. I expect him to get it done. I have the future, so I'm not playing it. Uh, and then there's Novak Djokovic, who is a prohibitive, and I do mean prohibitive favorite, uh, follows that one against Denis Shapovalov. Uh, Joker and uh, Shapovalov in his first Grand Slam semi ever. Uh, Shapovalov, with all the talent in the world, there's a whole bunch of guys who expect him to be great. Yeah, he will, he will win some things. Yes. It just won't be this year. It just won't be here and now. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you play a guy like Djokovic, and I'm not reading into Shapovalov's mind, but there is a point in the match where you kind of get content. You're like, well, I got all the way to Djokovic, so all right, great. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, but I expect it to be Berrettini and Djokovic, so there's no bet for me. Uh, I will say in the women's final on Saturday that uh, I was on Carolina Pliskova this morning, as you know, plus 178 against Arena Sabalenka. She got it done in three sets. Really should have got it done in straight sets. She was 0, for, 0 of 8 on break points in the first set. And Sabalenka was one of one, and that's all it took for Sabalenka to uh, win the first set. So I thought we were just going to get the worst of it, but Pliskova came back, storming back, and beat her. In this particular match, there is still value to me on Pliskova at plus 190. Uh, She does not have better grass data than Barty does over a two-year stretch, but she does at this particular tournament, like the smallest sample size of them all, at Wimbledon itself this year in 2021, no one has better grass court data than Carolina Pliskova, who's running combined service percentage and return percentage at north of 116, which is super elite. Now, in any one given match, of course, anything can happen, but I'll be on Pliskova again at plus 190. As great as Barty is, Barty has won one career Grand Slam, Pliskova has won none, but I'll take the plus 190. I don't blame you one Thank bit. you very much. I don't blame you one bit. Yep. I don't blame you one bit. I'm trying to look at, because people are sitting here saying like, okay, 11-15, I'm not laying 11. And we wouldn't tell you to do that because most people's bankroll, that would be very irresponsible of you to yes. do. Um, so I'm trying to look at alternative ways maybe that someone could play this. I mean, do you think, you know, straight set victory for Novak would be minus 125? Uh, I would not race to bet that. Because there's always the possibility that he mm-hmm. feels him out for one set and Chapo wins like 7-5 or in a tiebreak or some of that. The, what's the game line? Well, the, one of the things that's awesome about DraftKings is you mm-hmm. can basically pick your game line. Ah, so, I like that. Yeah, so, you know, minus 5.5, minus 6.5, minus 7.5, minus 8.5. Okay, so that gets, that gets interesting to me because that is an alternative way to play it. I'm not saying I will, mm-hmm. but that is an alternative way to play it. So if you get, and let's just give an example of that. On the game line, if you went Djokovic minus seven, that's kind of the, the the coin flip one. So Djokovic minus seven would mean, so if Djokovic wins it, basically, let's just give an example. If he wins it 6-4, 6-4, 6-3, that's a push. Mm-hmm. 
do you think he 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 knocks out you know uh Shapovalov in more dominant fashion than that uh, I don't know I don't know. Now, now, if we do the alternative lines. Yeah, I mean, a, a five and a half is only minus 235. Minus five and a half is minus 235. What's when, a you're, mi- when you're looking at 1115 on the just the win, you know? Uh-oh. Yeah. What's the uh, Booker is down now? Okay, I, I think he got poked in the eye. The way he crumbled at first, I was like, oh, gosh, is this a non-contact? Well, this is what I, what I don't like here is that the nose, eye though? is very close to the nose. Yeah. Devin Booker, who, of course, got... Uh, Got headbutted, accidentally in quotes, by uh, by Patrick Beverly in the previous series. Here he takes a yes. Okay. Oh, okay. A Drew That's Holiday. Just a little bit of a scrape. <laughs> That's a scrape. Finger That's a, to the eye. That would be a, if we you know we're, we've been talking UFC tonight. That would be a, okay. Go stand in your corner. You get five minutes to <laughs> you get five minutes to recover, and yeah, we're we're golden. Kendall Jenner having a rough series with all that with having a Booker. That's for sure. So here we go. This is 39-35. Ooh, Phoenix with a three attempted. So still a four-point lead. 6-20 left in the second quarter here for uh, with, the, with the Suns up top. And uh, Giannis is still looking pretty good. We're pretty here. Giannis has a wide-open three. They give it to him. He takes it. No. But oh, they absolutely – by the way, Lopez on the follow-up. That was the worst thing that could have happened. But by the way, that was a nice little microcosm where Giannis <sighs> – clearly was being allowed to take that shot. Like, go ahead, Giannis, take it. Uh, they baited him to take it, and then uh, they got lucky on the follow-up, and Matt got super unlucky on the follow-up. There's Giannis to the rack, and it gets fouled, and uh, he will go to the line, which is always fun. Now, here brings up a point, Matt. The finest point you've made tonight was actually before the show. Do you know what I'm going with here? Oh, yeah, well... It- one of the things I guess I just didn't understand, like, you know, when one of the d- things that we do is like, you know, it's a, it's a countdown, right? Like yes. where it's like, you know, that creates a sense of urgency Yes. because it's, it's a countdown and you're like, oh my gosh, I only have two seconds left or oh my gosh, I only have one second left. But when he goes to the line, what, what the crowd is doing is they're, they're counting up instead of down. It's a fine point. Like it's count a fine down point. to where he's going like, oh, one, right. you know, I got to shoot. Right. Speed it up and they speed up the count and you can get closer yeah. to zero, but no, instead they're counting up. Is that supposed to spook him? I know. I don't get it. And then they count past ten. So it's like, I mean, it's just like the thing is that that in it. Well, they want him to. They want to show to the refs that it's like thirteen or whatever. But wouldn't it be better if like they counted down and then when they got to they just the whole crowd just went, ah, you know, like as loud as they could, like in the whole crowd is just like does that. I don't know if they, everybody can make that sound, man. <laughs> uh, How did that go again? That wasn't annoying at all. <laughs> That's good radio, guys. <laughs> that's that's you know, good television, too. Dumb and dumber, like the most yeah, annoying sound in the world. dumb and dumber <laughs> moment. Uh, there they are. Now they have the split screen with the Phoenix uh, faithful doing the whole count up. It's just not the same. You're no. right. Giannis, one of two. What See, do you know? He sunk it's it. probably rhythmic for him at this point. It's probably yeah, helpful. Yeah, he's like 10, 11. <laughs> yes. 39, 38, Phoenix halfway through. A little past the halfway mark of the uh, second quarter. Then nothing about this makes you want to jump in in-game anything. We haven't had an, a team really break out to a big lead. So. Four-point live yeah. uh, in favor of the Suns. Minus 190 on the money line. 214 the live total now. Oh, trending a little under. That's interesting. No. Oh, Brooke Lopez no. from three. No, but a rebound from Middleton. Oh, excuse me, PJ misses, PJ. The, misses the follow-up. And then fouls on the ensuing rebound. Oh no! Wait a minute. This goes the other way. No, I was correct. PJ Tucker is yeah. uh, is is uh, 
beside himself. Beside himself. <laughs> yeah. One of our favorite sports. Like, <laughs> I love that. Always. What does that even mean? Yeah, like, he, has to, he had to himself. step out of himself yeah. and be next to himself. Yeah. He just yeah. can't even believe it. He's just beside himself. Yes. I'm sure if we Googled, there would be That's the beside yourself face right there. He's like, wondering. what? Put it in the dictionary. <laughs> Um, so yeah, nip and tuck, basically this entire basketball game to this point, um, Phoenix had a, as much as a four point lead, uh, the most that I've seen actually in this Milwaukee had a bigger lead a little earlier on, but, uh, not here. And there's, oh my Whoa. goodness, Devin Booker just gets steamrolled. Now PJ Tucker's mad again. And no, and. I was like, who's this who, fan running out of the court? Who is that just sprinted out there? It, it was a, a super fan? aggressive trainer with a towel to get oh, a wet uh, spot up, I think. Okay. That's the that's like, remember the uh, the Brooklyn Nets series where KD's bodyguard ran onto the court? Yeah, yeah. This is like the hardest working towel guy I've ever seen watch in the Watch this guy NBA. run out. I was confused. I was like, watch this dude sprint out onto the court right here. Oh, they, they stopped it beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Very odd. Um, I know we'll talk soccer tomorrow, but I just want to give everybody, let everybody know. I feel like it's going to be a low-scoring game. <laughs> He's been sitting on that show for all a day. day. He's like, just, when can I say I this? I feel like it's going to be a low-scoring game. This line game. is going to kill. We almost made the whole show without him making it <laughs> so close. It's going to be low-scoring. It's going to be low-scoring. Uh, Lou Finacaro, we failed to ask him. He's, uh, I don't know if you know this, Finacaro, Italian by origin, so he was very pumped for the, to root for the Azzurri. As he said, tie ball game, Connaughton from uh, behind the arc, 41 apiece now, 450 left. So uh, no in-game opportunity has uh, necessarily presented itself thus far. Not on the uh, side, not on the total, but the total is just. Uh, by the way, Booker, there you go. Booker, Finally, smooth. Like makes he, he makes the tougher shots, yeah. right? It's like you can't buy himself an easy bucket for the tough. Trending under though, right? Just uh, ever so slightly. Uh, ever so slightly. Yeah. Ever so slightly. Gil doesn't want to give under. me any ground on this. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Don't get too excited, Daniele. Um. Chris Paul looks a little out of sorts, doesn't he? He already went over his turnovers prop? Already over the turnovers prop, yeah. I feel like everybody on Twitter has been betting uh, all postseason long. The over on turnovers? It's like under two and a half turnovers because, you know, point God, everything. Yeah, three in the first quarter. That's right. Giannis will not be denied. They don't. He doesn't get a call. And we'll just boom, sticky, boom our way out of here. Yeah. Cool. Peyton could Let get him a shoot it. Look, they're going to give it to him. See? Yeah, just take the three, Giannis, and this time, Giannis, no, he still oh. misses. That would this is good. This is a good. This is good defensive strategy. They're just letting him take threes. Yeah. They are backing off him when he's behind the arc, and he is uh, disrespectful. He's like saying, "I'll shoot it," and he keeps missing. Jay Crowder over on his threes. third. Yeah, his yeah, third three. Over. All right, Jay Crowder to the house. Forty-seven, forty-one. Phoenix as we go, and Tim Murray takes over from Circa. The nightcap is next from Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.